Hey everyone, on this episode I talk about high and low bottom drunks. So if you want to learn the difference and find out which one I was, you're definitely not going to want to miss this episode. And make sure you stick around till after the show because I have a special bonus gift for you. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hello, hello, how's everybody doing today? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. Today, I wanna talk about high and low bottom drunks. Now, What I mean by this is really the varying degree to which you stop digging, you know, what was your bottom because there's a difference and I think in my early recovery, I would compare myself to other people and find reasons why I couldn't relate, why I didn't belong in recovery and so I just want to have a discussion about that today. But of course, before we get into that, just wanted to remind you that my friend Katie Hutzel and I have started the Rise in Recovery Network for Entrepreneurs Facebook community, where we help entrepreneurs in recovery master their mind so they can grow their business and lead authentically fulfilled lives through community, connection, and collaboration. We've got so many amazing things, but the real goal of this group is to have an area for entrepreneurs in recovery. And that doesn't just have to be drug or alcohol addiction. That could be, you know, overcoming a brain injury, maybe an illness, you know, basically, as I say in my intro, right, recovery is regaining control over something that is lost and really being able to find your purpose through the adversity that you face. So I know a lot of entrepreneurs in recovery that I have spoken to, they're on a mission, right? They want to help people. They're very other people focused. And so our mission is to just bring all those people together in a really collaborative community. And my friend Katie does some amazing meditations, tapping sessions, and so much more. So we're going to be offering all that stuff to you, including a mastermind, free courses, free content. Uh, so you won't want to miss out. And of course, one of the biggest things that I hear of, is imposter syndrome, right? I think we all suffer from it as entrepreneurs. And we're going to be using some strategies, uh, science-based strategies, as well as NLP-based strategies to help entrepreneurs overcome this once and for all and change the way they think, change their mindset and their belief systems. So I hope to see you there. I will put a link in the show notes. So make sure you come join us. I am so excited about today's topic because it's one that really, if I hadn't asked the question, I could have very well have gone back out very early on in recovery. I want to talk about low and high bottom drunks. Now, the reason I'm so passionate about this is because before I got sober, 
I was a very functioning alcoholic. Now, things were chaos in my life. I was severely depressed. I was 215 pounds and unhappily married. But besides that, if you had met me back then, other than the fact you probably would have thought, wow, she drinks a little bit too much, you probably would have thought, She's got her shit together, right? I had the condo, I had the marriage, I had, you know, my little fur baby. Um, I had the nice car and I had a good career, right? I managed to keep it together somewhat. But trust me, inside my life was completely crumbling. I mean, I was severely in debt. I was really depressed. I wanted to end my life essentially. But when I came into early recovery, I remember the first time listening to other people share about what they had been through because I was really not convinced that I had a problem at the time. I would look at other people and I would think, I'm not like you people, right? I'm married. I have a condo. I have all this stuff. And you guys were homeless or you went through treatment centers or you went through jail. And I couldn't relate to that, right? Because at the time, I didn't want to listen. I felt uncomfortable. I had no idea what it would be like to live a sober life. And so when I came in, I used all these thoughts as justification as to why I didn't have a problem. So over time, as I started to listen, and and I'm so grateful that I had amazing friendships and connections in early recovery, I was told, just listen, try and find things in common. And so that's what I started to do. And as I did that, and I started using my listening skills more, I realized that we all had one thing in common. And that is once we ingested some sort of substance or alcohol into our bodies, we couldn't stop. And that was something I could relate to. And when I started to listen, I started to hear people who shared my story. I even heard, you know, people who were homeless, people who had gone to jail, share earlier parts of their story. And it was exactly what I had gone through, you know. And so thinking about it now, I look back and I mean, I I know that should I start drinking again, it could easily end up there, right? Because this is a progressive disease. It doesn't get better. It's, it's, you can't moderate. It's just going to pick up where it left off. And unfortunately, most people end up losing their lives as a result. But I really feel like there's people out there that will compare themselves, right? Just like I did, because I thought, no, I've, I've got it together, right? My life isn't that bad. I've got all these things that classify me as someone who's normal in society. But the fact was, is I was in so much pain. Once I started drinking, I couldn't stop. And I really needed that help. Now, I would be called what those in recovery refer to as a high bottom drunk, right? And The reality is, is that when I listen to people's stories who have, you know, reached a lot lower bottoms than I have, and I remember I used to be so judgmental and comparative about it, there are definitely parts, if I take the time to listen, in their stories where I can relate, right? And I just think about that one step further that could have brought me to that lower bottom, you know? So, I'm grateful that in early recovery, someone pulled me aside and said, listen, stop comparing yourself to other people, right? You have one very important thing in common and it's why you deserve to be here is that when you start drinking, you can't stop, right? We all have that in common when we come from a life of addiction. And it was, she said, 
our bottom is when we stop digging, right? And I have dug much deeper holes than I had when I I finally had quit. But, you know, if there's a, a piece of advice I would give is that if you're struggling or if you're really new in recovery, start finding the similarities between you and others, no matter what their story is, because I guarantee you when you start to look at what you have in common as opposed to what you what your differences are, you start to feel not as alone, right? You start to feel like, hey, you know what, I do belong here and I can create this amazing life through being clean and sober. But please don't feel like you have to hit that low bottom, right? Don't feel like, well, life's pretty shitty right now, but I'm sure it could be worse. You know, if you recognize that you're at a point in your life where you're done, right? You want to change things. Have the courage to ask for help and know that you're not alone in the struggle and just know that when you find a way to overcome that addiction or that adversity, you can create a life that you never thought you'd be capable of. I know that I hadn't and it took me years in recovery to finally realize and overcome those limiting beliefs that told me, you know, that I was never going to be anything and I realized that that's just not true. And that when you do start to build an amazing life, surround yourself with the right people, anything is possible. Well, I hope you took away a little something from today's episode. I wanted to keep it nice, short, and sweet. And of course, as promised, I have a little gift for you. You can now download my first book, Hope Elevated, which shares my story of overcoming over 20 years of addiction to drugs, alcohol, food, and pretty much anything else one could be addicted to, if you head on over to my website at www.theroadforward.ca slash beyond recovery, you can download it for free. And of course, it's on Amazon, the paperback and the Kindle version as well. Anyways, guys, I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.